My mini pig Hamilton got out in New London this week. That was an adventure for sure. I <laughs> I have a 150 pound mini pig. Maybe he's a little less than that. We haven't weighed him in a while. Um, the mini pig has been explained in an earlier episode. So take a listen. Pep talks. Yeah, New London was quite the zoo right down on the main street by the water. Uh, If you're familiar with the area of Ocean Beach in New London, we don't live near the beach, but we're in the general area. And let me just say that it is a residential neighborhood, but it definitely has quite a bit of traffic. And now with the nicer weather this past weekend, maybe we were doing some gardening in the back and my husband also happens to have a scooter. So he left the back gate open when he put the scooter away. Usually this never, ever happens. I don't know how it happened, but Hamilton was left alone as he is from time to time because our backyard is actually a pretty good size for a residential New London neighborhood, I would say. Uh, And he loves it. He grazes and he's got like two different like levels even in our backyard that's separated by one of those stone walls. So the pig loves, loves his backyard. Apparently wanted to do a little bit of adventuring and walked his way down the sidewalk. I actually have photos of this at peb.talks on Instagram at peb dot talks check it out it's hilarious uh shout out to my neighbors Lori and Allen for <laughs> I guess somebody posted on their Facebook timeline and they were like yeah we think we might know who that is we actually had um a few of our friends like shout out to us try to call us so thank you to Ryan I didn't have my cell phone on me I was just in my own little blissful backyard gardening and every once in a while we check on ham And so I would say it was probably like a good like five to eight minutes. This mini pig was doing whatever he wanted in New London. So he could have tried to cross the street. Uh, Seriously, shout out to anybody on the street who might have helped guide him. He's a big animal and he even has like tusks and stuff like that. So I don't think anyone was able to get near him. But there was a mini pig grazing next to a fire hydrant right on this little patch of green grass in New London and the sidewalk right next to him and a a pretty busy street, too. We were able to find him, luckily, because uh, people were pointing and traffic was stopped in the road and it was like a hole to do. He had an audience for sure, people taking pictures. And then this is also how word got back to us, too, within like literally five to eight minutes. It was crazy the amount of like uh, attention that he got. So uh, he was able to be walked back home. My husband was able to get him. And I had a bell because I was running around the neighborhood and my neighbors probably thought I was crazy. I was trying to ring one of those like ding, ding bells that you ring at a service counter. Well, we have one and he knows that when he hears the bell, it's dinner time. So we've known that if he ever goes missing, you ring the bell. Usually he comes running because he's so excited for dinner. But uh, yeah, he he was too far away to hear the bell. I went in the opposite direction and my husband was the one who found him a few yards down, just again, grazing on some grass. So man, what a pain in my butt. Speaking of, I need to go check on him right now and I'll be back. All right, he's good. So again, shout out to New London for dealing with my mini pig. He is totally 100% always on only my property and doesn't leave ever unless 
an accident happens. It's one of the beautiful things about being from a place like New London, Connecticut. It's a little, you know, it's different. It's part of Eastern Connecticut. And today I actually want to talk about my top five favorite places right here right in our own backyard. And I wrote down quite a few things that I wanted to cover kind of all of Eastern Connecticut. But then again, I'm looking at the map and not all of that is necessarily fair because there is a ton of farmland and a lot less, I would say, in Northeastern Connecticut. And I say that with a lot of love because the stuff that is there is phenomenal and it's wonderful and it's great. But uh, a lot of the stuff is in Southeastern Connecticut. And so I would say... Yeah, all of them. All of my top five favorite places are in southeastern Connecticut. No spoiler alert, but I did want to mention some of the other great things. That's coming up in a little bit. But first, uh, another shout out to anyone who said happy birthday to me this past week. 29. I am going to be 29. I am 29 right now. (laughs) And it's my last year of my 20s. I kind of don't know how to feel about it. I know 30. I'm going to like party hard and be excited about it and embrace it because... Honestly, I've been a 30-year-old woman my entire life. Anyone who knows me knows this. For whatever reason, when I was a teenager, I just had this like mindset of, you know, I don't know, just this weird maturity, I guess. And then I would say in my 20s, I just started embracing childhood and being a kid and never wanting to leave that. So I'll appreciate my last year being in my 20s. And then 31 will just be really, really difficult, probably. But we'll get there. I got to go roller skating this past week, and I did a photo shoot with Lane and Photography. You can find her on Instagram. She's tagged in one of my posts, obviously, with the roller skates. She did me and my husband. We went roller skating at Ocean Beach, and she kind of came along for date night and took amazing shots with the sun and everything. Definitely check out her page and book her for your next date night. Uh, Amazing, amazing. So much fun. And I posted all the pictures, too, over on Facebook. So follow Pep Talks. I also did a boudoir shoot. Shout out to Brittany. Uh, She does Booty Calls Boudoir. You can follow her on Instagram, booty, B-O-U-D-I-E, get it? Booty, underscore calls, underscore boudoir. So check her out. Again, amazing work. And I had so much fun working with her. She definitely has a very distinct style that I adore. She shot so many different women, so many different body types, and I love and embrace how much she is all into the female empowerment, women empowerment. Uh, She can even do couples too, so definitely book her if you're thinking about doing like an intimate shoot, and she does it right in her home studio. Very comfortable, and trust me, you'll have such a great time. The shots were like, uh, my jaw was on the floor. I look in my opinion, younger in the shots. I think I look more fabulous than I thought I could. And she really just, damn, I'm so excited with the way these pictures came out. So I can't wait to share even more. Follow uh, Pebs1077 on Instagram. That's me and at peb.talks. And uh, yeah, you can see all the images right there over on Instagram. Also, I got my vaccine this week. I got my vaccine. I got the Moderna one. I got it on Monday of last week. So we are about, we're exactly a week in from when I'm recording this podcast. The only thing that I had was just a little bit of a sore 
arm, but that's about it. So thank you, Jess. Down at the Walgreens Route 12 in Uncasville, that's where I went and uh, definitely got hooked up with the Moderna. I'll let you know, follow through with the second vaccination shot and see how that, that goes for me. And I did not put out an episode last week, not only because I'm trying to figure out how to get my recording devices all synced up. Part of the beauty in doing the podcast alone and in my spare time, it's just um, it's that I'm doing this really all on my own. And now we are here recording finally once again. So I'm excited and stoked that I figured it out. And now when I'm recording, you know, the wave form that like it makes on the screen, it's pink. I don't know if that's a big deal to you, but it is to me, and I'm pretty excited that I figured out how to change the settings. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you very much. I also have been on another podcast, too, as a guest host with my co-host, Boomer. It's his podcast, along with Bradford, Raylene, and Curtis. It's called Undebatable, and I was filling in for Raylene and Curtis Uh, one of these past weeks. So check out their episodes. Always have uh, some great topics to listen to, especially if you're into podcasts like you are listening to mine. Appreciate you. Top five favorite places in Eastern Connecticut. Now, listen, if you don't know where I'm at in New London, it's just about two hours from Boston and just about two hours and give or take probably like an extra 20 minutes to New York City. So right in this like nice little sweet spot right by the coast. And again, all of my locations are like more central to just southeastern Connecticut. We're only getting as far up as Norwich. But I also wanted to mention some of the other things in eastern Connecticut real quick before I get into my top five. Shout out to stores in that area, Mansfield in particular. I went to Eastern Connecticut State University for a year. I hated it. I think I might have talked about that a little bit in some previous episodes as well. But they have some interesting things and some of my memories obviously tied there to that area. Not only is Yukon and Eastern there, but they have uh, a drive-in. So that's pretty cool for the movies, especially through COVID. I think they came through for sure. And uh, Horse Barn Hill up by Yukon too. Like I'm not sure if that's like actually on the campus, but where they keep all the horses. If you go to the college, they have a beautiful scenic area right there, and there's a giant hill, and it's just it's absolutely gorgeous. So I think that's a noteworthy mention right there. Also, pretty far north is the Brooklyn Fairgrounds. For whatever reason, in my heart, I really love that place. It's just so. I don't know. I've been there ever since I was a child. So I've been going to that fair. I think maybe that's why all the memories tied to it. Another more north area that I think is noteworthy is Patchogue State Forest. Totally some of my, I think, first camping experiences were out there. And I usually, I'm not going to lie, always go to some of like the same area of campsites, like right when it's hard to explain through this whole thing, if you know what I'm talking about. But the main campsite area, that's like where I always hang out. I don't know. I never go stream camping. I should definitely do that one of these days. Mount Misery, too. I think that is a noteworthy spot inside Patchogue. It's, again, a beautiful scenic overlook. And before I went to Yosemite, I thought that was like the dopest view. <laughs> it's- It's far from it, for sure. Definitely far from it. 
Grandma also lives up north. So shout out to Grandma and Sterling. I think that's a special little town. It's a tiny little super on the border of Rhode Island. It's just a quiet little area and it's uh it's where grandma lives. And so I associate it with the woods and kind of like, you know, hunting cuz my grandpa's a big hunter and I just I think there's something peaceful and and sweet about that area. But before I start going off and talking about Rhode Island, there's a lot more spots here in eastern Connecticut really quick. I think downtown Norwich is special. There's a lot of my family history in that center of Main Street in downtown Norwich. And I just I really feel at home in Norwich. Like that's definitely where I'm like born, raised, and I just take a lot of pride in that. And one more that deserves mention before the top five is Bluff Point. It didn't make my top five because I haven't known it as long as I probably should have. But uh, yeah, it's a beautiful area where you can ride your bike and especially right around the coast here to Long Island Sound. It's gorgeous with plenty of tall trees and just paths for all sorts of different recreational activities. And so I love Bluff Point. But let's get to the top five. Coming in at number five is the Niantic Bridge in that whole area. Absolutely gorgeous. There's a reason why, especially it comes to life more in the summertime. It's a little bit touristy, but it's also kind of really a good representation of the coastline of eastern Connecticut. I think it's, you know doesn't come across as like a snooty town at all. But at the same time, everybody there is very polite. And, you know, they seem to, at least my experiences, everyone seems to kind of, you know, they really want to be in the main area around the Niantic Bridge. There's a pathway, there's a boardwalk, then you have McCook's Beach right there, and then all of the beautiful shops, a lot of local businesses, And it's just a convenient connector, too, from New London all the way down the coast. So it's a it's a gorgeous ride. The Niantic Bridge itself is beautiful, too. If you hit the sunset just right, the restaurants around there, definitely worth a mention. Number four, I have so many memories and people probably going to roll their eyes, but the casinos. I didn't want to just pick one because both have really been around my entire life and I have so many memories of going to different shows and so many different acts and the beautiful restaurants that they have inside there and getting dressed up and going out on the night for the first time when you're like younger and it's just it's an exciting area definitely needs to be mentioned and I don't care what you think I think it's number four on the top places in eastern Connecticut for me. Number three would be Harkness. I absolutely love Harkness Park. It's located in Waterford, not too far from New London, right next door. And the beach is absolutely gorgeous that you can get to. They have gravel pathways and then this absolutely beautiful structure where you can get married inside this mansion. It's unbelievable. And the flowers and the gardens around it. You've probably seen photos of someone that you know who's had photos taken there at Harkness because it's just absolutely gorgeous and so picturesque, too. 
I have a friend, Kayla and Dylan, a couple, they went and got married at Harkness, and I absolutely thought it was stunning. They had a gorgeous, beautiful day to do it right there with your toes in the sand. So it's another great memory of mine, and I think it's very noteworthy. Number two, so many memories of mine my whole life going to Old Mystic Village. There's so many things in Mystic that I can mention, whether it be the drawbridge and all the local businesses down there or the seaport or the aquarium right next door to Old Mystic Village. You can walk the whole bunch of little cute buildings and shops and there's it's a cute little village of stores and the atmosphere is just so cute and quaint and they have like a little duck pond area. The stores, you can tell they care about the quality of item that they're selling that they really are local too. There's so many cute little knickknacks that say Mystic on them and that whole area, you know, if you're from around here. It's so cute and it's definitely something to be flaunted. Finally, number one, for me, it's huge and it would have to be. I feel no place more comfortable than Mohegan Park in Norwich. I just, so many memories from every stage of my life, I've always gone back to Mohegan Park, and I still do to this day. The Mohegan Park Rose Garden, I hope one day Morgan and I, maybe we can like renew our vows there. I think that would be amazing. It's a gorgeous area, has so much to offer, and I definitely think that if you haven't visited Mohegan Park here in eastern Connecticut, you should check it out. And maybe it won't be as special to you and you'll think it's just a park, but there's so many different parts to the park and there's so many different reasons why I like it. Not only are there multiple playgrounds, there's a pond that you can swim in in the summertime with a lifeguard stand. So there's clearly a lot of people there at certain times with an ice cream truck that pulls on through. And in 2021, I have to say, I think that's a pretty big deal. Also, they have a huge like paved uh, like track, like right around, it's not a track, it's just a paved walkway <laughs> around the entire park. And if you run it multiple times, it ends up being like a pretty clean, even flat run. And it times out pretty good to be like a mile, not one loop, I'm pretty sure. I haven't done it in a little bit, but see, when I was really <laughs> super fit and I lived right down the street from Mohegan Park, that is where I would run. And there is usually plenty of people around, so you feel like safe enough during the day. And there is a fishing area for people and there's a gazebo where people can host events. And I've actually done yoga there with the rec department. That is the centerpiece, the Spalding Pond Dam and the memorial for my grandmother is at the heart of Mohegan Park for Margaret Honey Moody. Please listen to that episode if you haven't. It's uh, episode 13 about how my grandmother lost her life saving my family because the Spalding Pond Dam at Mohegan Park broke. So it's a huge part of my family's history. It's where I would go and ride a bike as a kid. It's where I performed cross country in high school. There's like prom pictures. I, I know other people have done that there. There's so much there. There's fun runs that I did as a kid that I really enjoyed. And then there was a terrible tragedy where I lost a childhood friend of mine who had passed away at the fun run at Mohegan Park. So that is always heavy on my mind when I run that course. And uh, rest in peace to Larry Pompreon. 
there's so many memories tied up in Mohegan Park that have been a part of my life that's made me who I am. So I always go back to Mohegan Park. And for me, it's super special. And I hope you have a place like that, too. Whether it's here in eastern Connecticut or not, please like definitely let me know. I, I would love to hear what your special area is like I have mine. You can email me. It's pebtalks1 at gmail.com. So without further ado, it's back to tiny interview time from Soft Rock 106.5 WBMW. The morning show host, Mr. Sean Murphy, we've worked together for many years, and it's been an honor. The guy, he knows a ton about radio. He knows what he's doing, and he's definitely fun to have around in the office, and I really appreciate him doing this tiny interview with me. Sean Murphy, thanks for joining me in the studio this morning. Pebbles, thanks for inviting me, finally. I mean, like, when does this ever get to happen? Usually we just pass insults in the halls and stuff 100% every day, every weekday, (laughs) that is the case, but now we're working together on your podcast so thanks for having me yeah no problem man uh the how tiny interviews work i explained to you a little bit ago we're just gonna hit play five minutes and uh no editing here oh really okay so if i have a profanity lace tirade then that that stays in it's allowed here on this medium all right sure all right so here we go i always start with the same question the time is rolling now where are you from? I am from this area. I'm from New London. I went to New London High. Nice. So grew up, got my education there, went to college locally too. So, uh, Sean, what's your real name? Glenn Sean Murphy. <laughs> I didn't think that you would actually tell me. Oh, I don't care. Why is it Glenn? Because I've uh, never heard you say that ever. Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Because when I first got into radio, my first radio job, there was a guy on the air named Glenn already. Uh- <laughs> So they said, well, there's a guy named Glenn already. What do you want to do? I said, well, we'll just use my middle name, Sean Murphy. Yeah, but like even in your, like when we're off air and stuff like that, I still call you Sean, so. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, a few relatives call me by my first name, but everybody else calls me Sean. Wow, that's really interesting. Is Uh, your name really Pebbles? (laughs) It really isn't. I've been honest about that on my podcast, though, because the website, AlyssaAngdahl.com, is how you can listen. So thanks for that plug there. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever said a bad word on the radio? Um, I've been on forever. Right when I graduated from high school and right. I started going to college, I got my first radio job. And in the whole time, I have never accidentally sweared on the air. Never. That, that even to me, that's mind-bogglingly because my locker room I was gonna profanity say. laced tirades walking down the halls here and everywhere else is legendary. <laughs> and I've never accidentally done it on the air. And that's even hearing stories from other people who have accidentally done it. So yeah, it might have. It could happened. happen today, you know, or tomorrow or Monday. So who knows? Uh, what is the highlight of your life so far? If you could pick one. Oh, gosh, there are so many. There are none. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, I've got a good career going. I never got into drugs. I, uh, I just, you know, I don't have a family yet. I probably won't, but I, I'm just proud of my accomplishments for what they are. Nothing too fancy, but. No, you uh, got some good stuff in yeah, your belt for sure. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right with it. Uh, what's the worst part about working with me? Now that is a long list that would that you're going to need a longer podcast for that. I got to tell you, uh, there's nothing so far. I like you a lot, and you're a good person, and uh, I and I feel like I've helped you a little bit along the way. We I love working with you. Yes, glad you got hired here. Thanks. And that's I uh, that's was all, really expecting like a all bullshit. I was right going to say a sarcastic yeah. answer, definitely. Um, who's the worst coworker you've ever worked with? Isn't it, it's not me? Is it's it? Boomer. Um, your your co-host. No, actually, I love him too. Um, you don't have to say any names in particular. Yeah, it was someone from Q105, that which was the job before this one that I have now. 
Yeah, so it was someone. They're not there anymore. What but, did they do? Can you say, or is it like secret? They're the general manager. <gasps> oh, so you just didn't like the way they ran she, things? She was awful. Oh, okay. All right. And we'll, also, when I was along. up at Kiss in Hartford, there were some, some sketchy individuals up there, too, so... You know, in a different podcast, I'll mention names, but okay. for now, but for now, all those people suck. I respect that. We still have two minutes left too, so this is great. Um, if you weren't in radio, Sean, what would you be doing? If I weren't in radio, right? Um, male exotic dancer. Yeah, yeah. Number one on that list. There. Number one on that list. Um, I, I being like, um, I feel like I would want to help animals. I love animals, so somehow, some way, I wouldn't be a veterinarian because I don't feel like going to school for that long. Um, but just somehow, some way, helping animals have some kind of sanctuary or something like that. That's what I would want to do. I, I kind of would like to quit radio today and do that, but I need a job. So You are a, a total animal lover, yeah. definitely. If I know one thing about Sean Murphy, that's it. And I have a cat right now, currently. Yeah, what's the cat's name? His name is Buddy. Buddy? He's an asshole. Um, Did you re- you rescued him? I, well, he was a stray. He was yeah. outside. I think there's a possibility he might have been like a bait cat or something, and he either got out or they just let him go or something. And uh, so, but yeah, so now we he's retired and we live together. We're roommates, and I love him. So nice. I've spent thousands on him at the vet, but I still love him. What's your who I should say? Who is your biggest role model? There, are, I have no role models. There's nobody. No worth, one you look up no, to. There's nobody worthy. Nobody. John Fuller. That would be the opposite of a role model for me. All right. Uh, I talk about my favorite places in Eastern Connecticut on Pep Talks. So what's your favorite place? If you could pick any place in Eastern Connecticut, what's your favorite? In Eastern Connecticut. Well, aside from my house, which right. is awesome, you know, um, uh, just pick a, a like an outdoor area restaurant. I don't have one in particular, but a summer day going outside, maybe eating outside, with, with somebody close to you, that's awesome. Would you say more like towards Putnam or more towards the coast, like down towards No, Rye? definitely the coast. Definitely the shoreline. Has to be the shoreline. Has to be the shoreline. None of this Hartford stuff. Get that out of here. All right. And the final question I'll ask you, we're running out of time here. We got like 10 seconds. Would you rather never enter a room with a microphone ever again or every room you walk in from now on has a mic on that's live? Uh, never mic again. Never mic again, no, no, really? Never again, no. Oh. Although I can control myself, as you heard, I don't swear uh, on the air. But uh, yeah, so never mic again if that was the choice. You like the privacy? Uh, 100% privacy. Awesome. Well, thank don't you. Don't ask me any more questions. I was right? going to say so much, Sean. We're wrapping up our five minutes. I know you stayed late today just so you could do this for me. Five so. minutes after. <laughs> My God. Appreciate you, man. So again, thanks to Sean Murphy. You can follow him on Instagram. It's at one Sean, S-H-A-W-N. Murphy, again, at one Sean Murphy. Check him out on Instagram. If you don't know, in the radio industry, uh, there are things called sister stations. So oftentimes radio groups are like owned in clusters. So we are actually both employed by Full Power Radio. So he's on Soft Rock 106.5 WBMW. See Soft Rock and, you know, that sort of station. And then I have Jammin 1077. And uh, I do Pebbles and Boomer in the morning over there. So we are totally. Like, not competitors, but we are because, obviously, we're different radio stations, but we're owned by the same company. So, much love to him, and that's how it works. So, yeah, thanks again for listening to another episode of Pep Talks. If you can, try and check out those 
different locations that I had mentioned here in Eastern Connecticut if you haven't already. And again, if you want to reach out, it's pebtalks1 at gmail.com and you can follow at peb.talks on Instagram. I will catch you next time. Thanks again for listening.